go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first live edition of the weekend wrap-up here on the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Now, as of right now, it says we have zero listeners and... I don't expect really people to take time out of their weekend to listen to us, but I just wanted to give the option for people to sure. if, if they wanted to. So um, I'm not going to feel bad either way because, uh, I, I mean, we haven't done a live edition. Yeah. No, I remember growing up, you know, it was almost, you know, my dad was almost like religiously like you would listen to 60 Minutes Sunday night after mm-hmm. dinner. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're better than 60 Minutes. Obviously. So. I mean, we got it. I, I would hope so at this point. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Has 60 Minutes really changed in the last 50 years? Yes, I don't think so. Has 50, have they been around for 50 years? I, Probably, I, feel like I think been. so, yeah. Well, we were commenting, you had commented yesterday that I think it was ABC's oh, logo. Yeah. We were comparing like like the logo work I did for our upcoming morning show, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about here in a few minutes. But then I was looking up other morning show logos and stuff, and it's just like the lack of effort put into like graphic design right. back in the day which obviously they didn't have like photoshop and stuff back in the day yeah but like abc's logo just being like the black circle yeah. with abc written in it's like and you're <laughs> like well they haven't changed it in 80 years yeah. minus a little shading maybe right, in the lettering right, yeah. it's just like at this point it's like do you rebrand at this point or do you just right. keep your recognized yeah. logo but it's still yeah. if you think about it it's like hey this is a super recognized logo yeah. Well, I but mean, then when you think on the other hand, it's like, man, that's really, really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> but if you look at like NBC with the peacock, right? And right. I mean, th- their peacock has gone like full fledged flaming it's at this f- point. Full fledged <laughs> flaming peacock. Yes, wow. Yes. And that's that's some which is a far cry from where it was, you know, seventy years ago. And CBS, you know, they have the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, ABC's Which, just always had the black dot. Just a black circle that says ABC. That's it. We, that's it. They, they don't care. They're like, you no. know, our our show is good enough. We don't. Yeah. We don't need. Yeah, anything we're, we're owned by Disney, bitches. Yeah, who fucking cares? <laughs> but um, unfortunately, in today's world, I don't think we could get by with just a black circle that no, says I don't like think so. "Break the Bell." Maybe, yeah. maybe we, sh- maybe we should have. Maybe I'm putting too much effort into <laughs> our design work here. So I, I think it's good. But uh, how many people do you see walking around drinking out of an ABC <laughs> mug or wearing an ABC that, T-shirt? That's fair. That's fair. Right? Um, so, like I said, this is our first live version of this show. So maybe we can garner some listeners that aren't doing anything on a Sunday night yeah. that want to sit down and and um, join the conversation. But if not, we'll just keep doing business as usual. That's right. And this just keeps us on schedule it rather does. than us waiting till 9 o'clock to right. hit the record button and stuff. So um, hopefully people start jumping in here. But if not, we're just going to keep talking to ourselves because it's what we like to do. Absolutely. So the other thing that I said I would, I would mention is the other big update that we brought up on our 100th episode is we're going to be bringing on 
a morning like short form show. I'm not sure when that's happening. I'm not even sure what it's going to look like or how it's going to work. Uh, but I already created the logo and put it out there in the internet so world. You're so, committed at so, this point. Yeah, I, I can't back out of it <laughs> yeah. now because people have seen yeah. the the advertisement saying, "Hey, this is coming." At some point, yeah. I just put coming soon, so you never know. That yeah, could be right. like a year from now. Uh, yeah, it could so. be like 2025. I mean, how long have they been saying coming soon for the fourth se- uh, season of uh, Stranger Things? Right. I yeah. Mean, right. It's been like four yeah. freaking and years. And they've been waiting on the newest uh, Game of Thrones books for the last five years. So there you go. So we got at least yes. five years to get that <laughs> in the works. So, and I know there's bands out there that tease like oh, yeah. albums, and then like. Four years later, what was what was, what was the Guns and Roses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the dem- something Chinese demo- democracy. Chinese democracy. Yeah. It was like five freaking yeah, well, years later least, they finally. At least, yeah. so so I think we're doing okay, <laughs> but eventually soon, whatever your definition of soon is, we will be doing a short form live uh, morning program where, as you're getting ready to go off for your day, um, get ready for work or drive into work, which. Technically, you shouldn't be watching a YouTube video while driving to work, but you we all listen. do. We you all do it. Yeah. So, I uh, um, we're gonna be doing that probably 15, 20 minutes, just uh, more lighthearted, like yeah, comical, starting your day off on the right foot, I guess, and seeing where that goes. Um, hopefully, it, it takes off and becomes its own its own yeah. entity there. Right. But um, your your friend Connor, freaking Connor, um, <laughs> had suggested, and I had already had this thought. Um, that one of those shows maybe do like a fifteen minute recap of the the long form right, two right. and a half hour episode we do on Monday yeah. nights. Um, for the people that don't want to sit down, maybe we could break that down into yeah. like bullet points or something. And um, yeah. at that point, we've already established our thought, our talking points, so we should should be able should yeah, be able we should to, be able to we should break that down yeah. and just kind of recap that. So that'll probably be one of the days, but then. Um, I don't know, two to three days a week starting out, just yeah. uh, kicking off the work week and uh, seeing what where it goes. The, um, it was a Good Morning America. They got, uh, is it Hoda and Kathy Lee? They sit there and they drink like Bloody Marys and mimosas all t- the time. That's just, Can we do that? Can we sit there and just drink like I, old fashioned? I feel like that's, yeah, that's that should be, be allowed. Right yes, work, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm saying that's going to be a. a a freaking record like a requirement yeah to do okay. it so no, i'm done with that so we'll see where that goes um you'll we'll send out more information when we decide when we're what days when what time yeah. i haven't even decided what time yet what right. works best for you people to catch 15 20 minute bullshit hour not even hour bullshit quarter of an hour um just to kick your day off 6 30 7 o'clock 5 o'clock i don't know whatever whatever works best i guess we'll make it we'll happen make it work but um, we want to get as many people involved as we can, so we don't want to do it at 7 and then have a bunch of people be like, well, I can't do 7. Yeah. So ideally, I'd do 9 for a morning show <laughs> if I didn't have another job. Right, but, yeah, exactly. So that those are our I, two. I, I'm sure boss would understand. Yeah, I, I think so. I'll just stop in the middle of work and be yeah. like, <laughs> I'm I, I, live I, streaming, guys. Yeah, I got, I got a pod stream break coming up. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll be back in 20 minutes. Um, so those are our two big updates is now the weekend wrap up is live. We'll keep doing it live. Um, even if people don't bu- jump in, uh, we'll, we'll pick up stragglers yeah. along the way. And then that, that morning show, which is, we are titling the morning bell, um, will be kicking off here soon, which we're going to be in direct competition with Justin Campbell's the morning after show. And I've already got into Twitter battles with him um la- late last wow. night over that him saying that we're copying him and i'm i'm saying we're not copying him. I'm, no, we're just no. 
doing something we're, better, in my exactly. opinion. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're fulfilling a, a market request there, here. <laughs> there's a big gap there. Yeah, exactly. And you're not filling it. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't be overlapping time with them because I, I guess theirs goes like 7.30 till 8.30 or oh, something okay. like that. So I'll okay. definitely be and, doing And they're a much longer show. So. Yeah, it's like an hour or something yeah, like so that. So you got to so. devote quite a bit more time for that show. Yeah, right? so... Check us out, and then you can jump over. We'll make yeah. sure to get it in before there, so then you can jump over to yeah. theirs, and then they don't feel like we're still. I I, I feel like it's going to be like an Anchorman ratings war. Yeah, like literal I, I war, that. not like okay. a, a ratings war, like literal battle, yeah. like, like with a, tridents a and WWE hand grenades. WWE Raw versus WCW. Yes, obviously. Yes, so, yes. So that that'll be fun. Check out the uh, morning after podcast show, whatever they're calling it. Um, check out Justin Campbell and his. Uh, Fact check this podcast. Since we're uh, talking shit about him, I might as well plug him too. He's uh, he was on our show a couple weeks ago. Go back and check out that episode, and you can find out more about him. We're gonna get into this weekend wrap up where we inevitably well wrap up the week. If we're going to be doing the early morning show, then yearly morning show. Early, early. I early. thought you said oh, yearly. No, no, I was early. Like, wow, no, no. that's that's quite the. <laughs> that would be something people we are be waiting consistent for. But once a doing, year. <laughs> exactly on this date, no. But if we're doing the early morning show, we're going to want to stock up on the Run Your Mouth coffee. Obviously, we got, thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, we got to, um, in order to fulfill our duties as a morning show, we have to, I, I will have to have coffee, or yes. you're, <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to like anything you hear if I haven't had my coffee. Uh, I don't all fucking that to know. Say, Who cares? <laughs> check out our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee. They support our decision to get up at the the ass crack of dawn and run our mouths yes. because we've got apparently nothing better to do it's like hey we got two shows why not make it like six or seven shows and have some early in the morning i mean i mean we, it's not like we got anything else going right. on in our lives so uh run your mouth coffee supports our stupid decisions to to do these things you sleep no sleep whatever Continue to run our mouths and not get censored on YouTube, Twitter, or whatever. Uh, they support your your right to free speech, your right your right to all your pers- oh, individual oh. Li- liberties, but mostly your right to free speech. And they sell a pretty damn good product. Some fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your door. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that promo code. Break the bell. It's all one word. And you'll get... Uh, 10% off. I almost said 50% off. That wow. would have been a shot. Wow. I would have been paying Run Your Mouth Coffee. <laughs> yeah, I know. You would have been like, our sales are through the roof, but you kind of owe us. <laughs> you owe us a, a lot of money. Uh, 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. That's break the bells, the code word. Um, RYMCoffee.com. That's all. That's all. Now can we get into the, the news of the week? I, I believe we can, yes. All right. So yes. the first thing I want to talk about is from Huffington Post. Oh. Uh it's in their weird news section. I like to journey over there sometimes yeah. just to see what the hell crazy. Oh, Normally, yeah. it's something stupid like uh, a squirrel got lost in a in a a cave yesterday. It's just like <laughs> yeah. that's not weird. That's just a squirrel being a squirrel. Yeah. It's just dumbass squirrel. Who, who's paying attention to the squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What what um, journalist is following this damn <laughs> yeah, squirrel exactly. around? Okay. Who gets that? Don't you want to be that reporter? It's yeah. like. Hey, hey, Janet, you're on squirrel duty. <laughs> yeah, there's a you squirrel, the squirrel beat. Squirrel stuck in the cave again. It's like fuck. But I'm, I wanted to work on uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell. No, <laughs> yeah. no, the squirrel. It's big news. Yeah, that's huge. No one's paying attention to Ghislaine. <laughs> so the huge weird news on Huffington Post this week is uh, a thief makes a getaway on a stolen lawnmower, towing 
a Crimson Tide sign. That sounds very Alabaman. Doesn't that sound does. like a Roll Tide yes. thing to do? Yeah. I mean, of <laughs> all the people, all the college like fans yes. that would do this, the Roll Tide fans would do it. Absolutely. I, I pulled into a Panera the other day to to grab something to drink, and um, I, I think I texted you. I was like... Why do I see a Roll Tide license plate here yeah. in Iowa? And you're like, fuck. Yeah. So well, my sister's Roll Tide, and I can totally see her stealing the lawnmower. Uh, and towing a Crimson <laughs> yes. Tide sign. Yes. I, maybe it was. It doesn't say. <laughs> Hang on. Let me pull this one up, and we'll see if it's your sister. That would be interesting. It, so, like I said, Huffington Post, thief makes a getaway on a stolen lawnmower. <laughs> it's like almost as good as the OJ getaway. Yeah, right. Probably the same speed. Probably. Why is this not? Gosh, I, nothing is working. <laughs> you think we've we've live streamed enough that I'd have my shit together, but for some reason it's Sunday though. You're yeah, you're, you're out of your vibe. Says a lawnmower thief's a lawnmower thief's ass is grass. If cops find her, her oh, it's a her. Oh come on, <laughs> what's your name? Your what's sister? your name? <laughs> Lawnmower thief's ass is grass if cops find her after a low-speed getaway. <laughs> so they don't even know where the- <laughs> she actually got away. <laughs> On, a On a lawnmower. Wow. Towing a stolen University of Alabama yard sign. Oh, that, it's just that's a yard some sign. hot dog driving. I thought I was hoping it was at least like, you know, like the teams that go yeah. like break into the rival teams and steal oh, like yeah. their mascot. No, it's just a yard sign. <laughs> Says police in Flomation, Alabama on Wednesday asked for the public's help in identifying the suspect who was accused of pilfering a trailer she used to haul away the large A sign after associating or often associated with Crimson Tide Sports. Represents the Chiefs' favorite football team, but is also stolen. The police department cracked. Oh, so it's the, the police chief's favorite team. Oh. Is, and it's stolen. Who cares? Oh, okay. Uh, somebody, somebody joked, parole tied. That wasn't that funny. On Facebook. No, not really. <laughs> that, that, that's that's Roll Tide fans <laughs> yes, for you. Yes. <laughs> Their humor is not funny. But so so they're they're looking for leads. Okay. What's your what what's the description here? We can we can announce uh, it to uh, the yes, police. Yes, so we're gonna go uh let's see, it's gonna be a, a dirty blonde, uh green eyes, um <laughs> approximately five foot six. <laughs> Goes by the name of very pregnant. <laughs> oh, there you go. Doesn't mention that, but so a low speed lawnmower chase, crimson tide sign yes. is missing. So if if you have any information on that, man, good on this person for. I mean, right? That's really impressive. That is to be able to escape police. I custody know on a lawnmower, on a lawnmower, a stolen lawnmower, that's, no less. With the stolen those are some sign, skills. That is some skills. You got anything else? To, <laughs> besides the fact that obviously it's Crimson Tide fans. Uh, obviously, uh, yes. Uh, that's all I got to say on that one. <laughs> uh, let's move on. What else do we got in the, the the more serious news? How about this one? More serious news. A firm is fined over the death of more than 27,000 chickens. That's a tragedy. <laughs> that is a, that's a lot of freaking chickens. That is, yes. So this is from BBC, so it's probably Brit- it happened in Britain, which wouldn't probably. surprise me. No. It says a firm has been fined 44,000 pounds after more than 27,000 chickens died following a computer malfunction at a farm. You want to know what my first thought is on this? Hmm. They want to hook us all up to computer, our brains up to computers, and they can't even keep freaking right? chickens alive. Yeah. 
There's a com- one yeah. com- uh, minor computer malfunction, and 27,000 chickens died, mm. and they want computer chips in your right. fucking brain. Yes. You know where my mind went? Where? Where the FBI warned everybody that they were going to be hacking uh, food, that mm. there's uh, food uh, hacking going on for p- food processing plants. Yeah, it just happened. This happens, and it looks like Great Britain because it's Leicestershire County. Oh, yes. I read about that one. And once. Nottinghamshire. Not just Nottingham. Nottinghamshire. Not just Nottinghamshire, but Nottinghamshire. It's yes. like Winchester, Tinfield, <laughs> yes. Iowa. What's that? That's Mr. Deeds, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's like they couldn't think of the name. They just sounds like a made-up name. So in Lancestershire County Council said the birds died at Hose Lodge Farm in Colston Bassett, Nottinghamshire on May 26, 2020. This is two years ago, and why what? are they just... Why are they? Yeah. They're just finding them now? Weird. It says three days ago. The chickens were in a shed on a warm day when a ventilation system failed, the council added. That sucks. Hudson and Sanders Limited admitted four charges under the Animal Welfare Act. The firm was fi- fined at Lanchester Magistrates Court on Wednesday. The authority said about 50,000 chickens were being kept in the shed when the system that regulated airflow, vital for the welfare of chickens, failed. That's a lot of people in one, or people, chickens <laughs> in one shed. That is. Um, so, you know they're crammed in there. You oh, see yeah. how chickens are hauled on oh, trucks. Yeah. Those little little basket things. Basically egg yes. crates. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just imagine if they're crammed in 50,000 mm-hmm. to a shed and the air ventilation system goes out based because of a... Computer yeah. malfunction. It says inlets inlets on the side of the building closed, but another tunnel ventilation system failed to open, creating a sealed unit. Hmm. An alarm sounded when the temp in the shed rose to 99 degrees Fahrenheit, and Damn. staff were alerted. But council investigators said that should have been set to go off at 81 degrees Fahrenheit. Fair enough. Awful but rare. By the time the staff were able to get into the shed, 27,000 of the chickens, which were being farmed for their meat, had died. Uh, The company, the council added, had failed to ensure there were enough staff to look after the chickens, and they were not trained to to the level they needed to be. How much, what level of training do you need to keep a damn chicken alive? open a fucking window. Yeah, (laughs) open the door, let them flock out. Ventilation system failed, better open a window. Hurt them up with, like, yeah. Horses later, like like cattle, right. just let them all out for now. At least they stay alive. So now, are they able to sell those as rotisserie chickens? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they're pre cooked at this right. point. Uh, District Judge Nick Watson fined the company forty four thousand pounds, ordered it to pay the county council's cost of twelve thousand pounds and a victim surcharge of one hundred and ninety pounds. <laughs> Why? Why tack that on there? It's just a like victims. Surcharge, Surcharge, whatever that means. A tax. That's, Basically a tax. Yeah. Chicken tax. Dead chicken tax. Dead chicken Of 190 tax. pounds. So 44,000 pounds plus 12,000 pounds is 56,000 pounds. Plus, you know, for good measure, we're just going to tack on 190 pounds. Yeah. That's, for for that's victims stupid. tax. After a hearing on Wednesday, the county council's head regulatory service, Gary Connor, said this was awful, but thankfully a rare incident in terms of the scale of unnecessary suffering. That that sounds like a very British thing to say. Yes. It's I like, mean, it's terrible, but it could have been. At least it doesn't happen that <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible, but it is rare. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> However, we hope the level of fine prompts businesses operating in the sector to review their operations to ensure they have adequate staffing and procedures in place to avoid such distressing incidents from happening again. 
Okay, so so chickens dying. Um, yeah. Computer malfunctions. Yes. So, I wonder, well, because, you know, egg prices are, like, crazy right now. I yeah. I mean, it's like, what, three, 360, 370 for a, a dozen eggs? I don't even know. It's insane. Yeah, man. but I and I heard part of that is because uh, of bird flu that's been going around in the United States. And so I imagine that now this in Britain is probably going to affect... European. Well, that was two years ago. Like I said, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, really, that's true. and they were being harvested for their meat, not the yeah, egg. that's they true, weren't not the egg eggs. chickens. So yeah. they were a bunch of rotisserie chickens. Maybe somebody did it for the insurance money. That could yeah. be, or maybe they were really cute. They I, off the did, chicken. Did it smell delicious? Did it smell like? <laughs> I know. Somebody walked by. Oh, that smells. Oh, damn! It's like, oh, <laughs> I'm hungry. That smells really. Oh crap! The what chickens. Are you, what are you cooking for lunch? <laughs> I, it's oh. nine o'clock. What are you talking about? It smells. Oh shit! Shit! The chicken. Oh man, so that's some that's some serious bullshit. But <laughs> let's talk about some real bullshit. We talked. It's been a couple months since the whole yeah. Ukraine war, Russia right. thing kicked was that off. Beginning of March or early. It was end of February. End of February, that February they, okay. It was last weekend of February that they they invaded. They, yeah. And we had talked in one ep in the first week episode of all the weird random like rumors that right. Ukraine was sending out there. Like, remember there was the chick with the paintball gun or yep. airsoft gun that they posted like this supermodel oh, yeah, right. that yeah. she like. Laid down her freaking curlers and yeah. picked up a rifle to join the fight, right. and it turns and it out an it was an airsoft yeah. gun. And or then the, the people on the island, the, yeah, that ended up they just like gave up. They didn't yeah. die. They like actually yeah. pushed. They didn't it actually out and gave say up. fuck you. They're like, They're like okay, fuck <laughs> us. <laughs> well, then the other one was the ghost of Kiev, yes. and we're like, really? Yeah. This guy took down like forty well, Russian fighter yeah, and pilots, and nobody knows who it handle. is. So, how many people own fighter planes in Ukraine that nobody mm. knows about? You know. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this guy's just, it's like, uh, oh, what was, uh, um, the guy in, uh, Independence Day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did, uh, De not Dennis, Randy Quaid's yeah, character right. that just gets in his own yeah. plane and, like, is, that's what I think, I don't think of, like, this highly intelligent person, <laughs> I think of this crazy old right, freaking yeah. nutcase that's, like, flying around, like, come get me, bastards, and, like, shooting I'm back! Down. <laughs> 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 Aliens probed me. <laughs> So, so two pieces of information came about, out about the ghost of Kiev this week. One, apparently he was identified this week. And here's an image of him, supposedly. It says, after news outlets, it says, last week news outlets uh, identified the legendary mysterious hero fighter pilot as 29-year-old Major Stephen Tarabaka, who was recently killed in battle. So here's a picture of him. His name was Stephen Tarabaka. He was apparently a kick-ass fighter pilot, which is fine. Yeah. So once he died, all of a sudden it's easy to be like, that was the ghost of Kiev. Right. It, it, it was obviously him because yeah. he can't come back and be like, guys, that yeah, wasn't it really me wasn't at me. all. Yeah. Um, but it's coming out this week. Now Ukraine is saying the ghost of Kiev doesn't exist. Huh. Interesting. Never saw that one coming. Right. <laughs> From day one, I was just like, the the yeah. last thing on my mind was like, yeah, this isn't real. Actually, right. I was. I think we said that. Yeah. It's just like this is made up yeah. bullshit. That this is some serious Ukraine propaganda. Like yeah. it was like rah rah. Like yeah, post nine eleven. Right. For us, exactly. Yeah. Um, for Ukraine making everybody out to be a big hero. Put like I'm sure there were heroic people. Oh, there. absolutely. Yeah. So why do they need to make up some of these stories just right. to I don't know keep the morale up? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it says uh, this is from New York Post. It says the ghost of Kiev is a myth. Ukrainian 
officials admitted over the weekend. After several news outlets last week identified the legendary mysterious hero fighter pilot as 29-year-old dad recently killed in battle. Obviously, they got to mention it was the dad. dad. Father of like 16. Um, He donated to charity on the weekend. He worked at the soup kitchens and blew up 40 Russian fighter pilots. Recently killed in battle with Russians, military officials acknowledged Saturday that there is no such person. The ghost of Kiev is a superhero legend whose character was created by Ukrainians. Air Force, or Ukraine's Air Force Command wrote on Facebook. So they're like, no, no, just just stop. It's not real. The reputed hero had been credited with taking out as many as 40, 40 Russian aircraft until he was shot down March 13th while battling an overwhelming number of enemy forces, the Times of London reported. Times identified the supposed Ukrainian war hero as as, uh, Major Stephen Tarabaka. So (laughs) London Times is all over the shit. So yeah, Yeah. it was made up by Ukrainians, but (laughs) London, once again, was all on top of this. Yeah. says, but while Tarabaka was a designated, or a distinguished war hero, he was not the ghost because there never was such a person, Ukraine said. Hero of Ukraine, Talbaka, is not, in all caps, the ghost of Kiev, and he did not, in all caps, shoot down 40 planes. Instead, the moniker belongs collectively to all Ukraine's hero fighter pilots, oh, the military official nice. said. <laughs> so, I, I'm guessing people are going to go around wearing t-shirts that say, I am the ghost of you of Kiev. Yes. We are the ghost of Ukra- yeah. uh, Kiev. It's like that, like, uh, I mean, again, it's a morale booster, obviously. It is, yeah. Actually, to be honest, I, I think um, what they're going to come out with and say that the actual ghost of Ukraine is uh, probably uh, this guy. Who's this guy? Oh, Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> Snoopy on a freaking uh, doghouse yes, plane. He's shot down many Russians. <laughs> it's true. That's very true. So, I mean, what do you think of this nonsense? You think uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, good on them for boosting morale. Yeah, I, I understand that. that. But if you're a fighter, right, and you're like, you, you know, I don't know, it'd be like, shit, man. Well, just imagine, like, say you are this this guy that died, and you shot down 28, which is a lot, yeah. of Russian fighter pli- pilots. And at the funeral, they're like, and Major so-and-so, he was a hero, and they're like, but he wasn't the ghost of Kiev. He <laughs> shot down 40. Right. You're 28 jack shit compared to 40. Yeah, well, could you imagine if people were at his funeral and they were holding big sl- signs like ghost of Kiev, and there are like thousands of people at his funeral, and then mm. they're like, but he wasn't the ghost of Kiev, and someone's like... Let's go home, guys. Pack it up. Let's go. Wrong guy. And by the way, the ghost of Kiev is not real. Yeah. This guy shot down 10. 10? And again, ten is still <laughs> right for fighter pilot. Pretty yes, heroic. Ten is pretty good, but yeah. But when you're throwing around numbers like forty, right? Yeah, people probably enlist, enlisted in the in the um, you know the naval or air force or whatever for Ukraine, thinking they wanted it to meet the ghost of Kiev, and yes. then they find out he's not even real. Like I'm out. Can I go home now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So supposedly he got shot down March 13th, and this started like. February 28th. So you're saying he shot down 40 in like the two weeks, less than two weeks yeah. of battle. Right. Which is what was about the time frame that we talked about but it, too. The... So it's just right. outlandish. He's dead, so I'm not going to smear his, his memory. But Who, <laughs> Stephen just... or the ghost? <laughs> Stephen. So I don't know. I think it's it's funny. But I mean, again, I don't have a problem with them creating yeah. fictional superhero right. 
esque type. Yeah. I mean, we watch Marvel movies well, constantly. Yeah. Well, we don't think they're real. Yeah. But... but but when you think like World War Two, I mean, how much you know? How here, much of how that many... was inflated? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had Audie Murphy, which you know, you know, he he was a huge you know army hero, Sergeant York in World War One. You know, who yeah. captured an entire German platoon. I mean, uh, single handedly you know... with just a freaking. Right, M1 Grand yeah. and, and doing a good turkey gar- gobble. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that I mean, the Ghost of Kiev stuff, even with all its nonsense, even though we knew it wasn't yeah. real, um, I, see, I, I, I don't have a problem with them. Like, yeah, I mean, Russia's invading, right? And everybody was running around with their heads cut off, I'm sure, yeah. at the initial start of it, even though. They they tried to say that they were standing on their ground because of things like the ghost of Kiev and because right. of like these like supermodels taking up right. arms and stuff and it just makes you wonder how much of it really well, was real. But to be honest, like if they never mentioned the ghost of Kiev ever again, mm-hmm. would you have been like, wow, I wonder who that was, or it was just gone in the memory annals of history? Yeah. It was just gone. Nobody nobody thought about it right. anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean I so have... I wonder why now? Why yeah. now do they come out and say, well, yeah, yeah, well, that wasn't I... real. Right. Sorry, that wasn't. They should have just left it alone. Yeah, because yeah. now everybody whose morales were boosted because <laughs> know, of this stupid like, story, fuck. they're like, "Well, fuck," <laughs> and we might as well just give up now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any heroes, guys. Zelensky's probably sitting in the United States. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's coming for us. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty disheartening. <laughs> I don't know why you, why you would come out now. Just, just let it. Yeah, just let it ride. Let it live on in people's yeah. minds. Let let them make a movie about it here in in five years and and just go with it. Yeah, make make some money off of it. I mean, yeah. they're gonna need all the money they can get anyway. Absolutely. So it's still more believable than um, our current president sitting in office right now, yes. which. I heard his wife had a new book can't come out, and uh, and it sold less than two hundred copies in the first week. No, no, the president who got like eighty one million votes, right? Yeah, couldn't pull off even like yeah. a thousand sells for his, his book. Yeah. I think even Hunter's book did better than right. that. Well, because wanna, people want to hear more about hookers and blow <laughs> than they do about. Yeah, what is she writing about for real? <laughs> um, so the correspondence dinner kicked off. This week, which if, explain the correspondence dinner to me. Yeah, so basically, it's where the president uh, goes with the press, and, and he he roasts them, and everybody kisses his ass for about an hour, and and it's 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 only the 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 press that are in good standing with the president that Obviously. actually get the the good tables. So I'm gonna look up. I had a video clip, and apparently it disappeared. But uh, shut the fuck up and go away. Um, Fox News has been like the awkward cousin at the table for the last like I don't know the 20 funny, years. It, well, it's like uh Now that we're all relaxed, oh, it's time for all a right. live commercial for Outer. What the hell is going on here? I don't want an ad. Let me mute. Is that Ellen? That is an ad for Ellen apparently. She still has a show. I, I thought she was going away, but apparently not. Um anyway, like I was started to say before Ellen interrupted me, um the correspondence dinner is like Comedy Central roast, right? But politicians who right. have nothing, no, no business doing comedy yeah. whatsoever. So you know their roasts are great. They're probably just sitting back there, like, well, uh, actually, he went to the the meeting with uh, the president of Zimbabwe, and everybody's like, oh, that's yeah, funny, right. and we're all just like, what, what the, what the fuck that does that mean? even yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> so. Actually, I, I so I've watched the last couple. I didn't watch Trump because, you know, 
whatever. And but I did watch Obama, and those were kind of not they were real dry. But Bush had a really funny one really? when he was yeah because he he was like he roasted himself, That's and then he had he had Will Ferrell come in who and was. Uh, like a Bush look <laughs> like, and he's yeah. like, I brought in a, a special translator for you guys can understand what I'm saying because I know you guys don't, you can't interpret right. And so, and it was, it's really funny. If you ever have a chance to look it up, it's cool. So we're going to watch the best moments of the Correspondence Dinner and see if there's any actually funny shit in here because, I mean, Biden obviously can't come up with shit on oh, the yeah. spot. I'm sure so, his timing is fantastic. Well, he, you know he has writers, so, but <laughs> yeah. again, you have to be able to time those right. out yeah. for them to work out. So like, let's see what we got here, um, see if there's anything of any value whatsoever, and we can just talk shit about it as we go. Ready than I have. Right, hang on. What did he say? It is my great group of America. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I know he bashed on himself there. Oh, okay. All right, starting that again. Okay. I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. <laughs> it is my great honor to be speaking to... What was that? Anyway, I, that's one thing I feel like I wouldn't joke about as the president, is my <laughs> yeah, shit right. approval rating. Yeah. Again, the other, on the other hand, again... He might have something funny to say there if you can understand his. Right, I was gonna say he barely fumbling. got that out. He's barely legible anymore, and yeah. people are just like, ha, ha, ha. "Did you hear that? Like pity? I'm not even yeah. sure if it's like an awe or a, a pity laugh. Right, yeah. It was like a combo, like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and I feel like that's probably all this is. Yeah, who's this? I don't have a clue. I don't know. Tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader events. <laughs> no, for real, people. What are we doing here? Let's be honest. What are we doing? Like, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Like, do you read any of your own newspapers? I mean, I He's got fair points there. He is joking, but yes. he's got fair points because yeah. from what I read, I mean, you saw in the crowd, they're all sitting there, like, crammed in there, no oh, mask. Yeah. Yeah. The way staff all had to mask up for this fucking really? event. That's fucked How up. hypocritical yeah. can you be? And we've talked about this the whole time. Like, hey, they're, they're saying how, hey, uh, everybody needs to, like, stay masked, or mm -hmm. we should, and we're not going to make it a law, but you should. But yeah. we're all going to cram in here because we're rich enough. We can right. just yeah, pay off COVID. Yeah. We're all, we but the wait staff, boosters. we don't want that nasty COVID right. from the wait staff. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to let them go. Yeah. Expect this from Sean Hannity, but the rest of you, what are you doing here? Everyone had to prove. They were fully vaccinated and boosted. That's not funny. So if you're at home watching this and you're wondering how to do that, just contact your favorite Fox News reporter. They're all here, vaccinated and boosted. All of them. That's not funny. That's not at all funny at all. No. Hey, oh, yeah. Fox. Fox News, I'm, I'm really sorry your preferred candidate lost the last election. To make it up to you, he just straightened I'm happy up his to give my bow tie crooked. He did. To you all, so he can tell Sean Hannity what to say every day. This is the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. Oh, okay. So Trump, Trump never went. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague. Followed by two years of COVID. <laughs> okay, that was kind of funny. So that one was funny. Yeah, that was funny. That was pretty funny, even though I know he didn't write that shit. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, he 
called, if you didn't understand, I'll explain the joke in typical dad fashion. He called Trump the plague and then two years yeah. of COVID. That, that, one, that one was actually enjoyable to me. So kudos to his writer that actually, and he actually landed that one too. I know, yeah. I was and surprised. You can understand the words coming out right. of his mouth. Just imagine if my predecessor came to this dinner this year. Now that would really have been a real coup if that occurred. I don't get it. I don't either. And yes, I don't get that one at all. Yeah. How would that have been? No, I, it doesn't make I sense. Misunderstand. Yeah. Maybe that one didn't land, but it, I mean, they all I think, think it's, it's hilarious. Written. Yeah. Right. Well, I Trump know a lot too. of ha, ha. Yeah. you are worried. And yes, it is risky making jokes these days. You know, I mean, we all saw what happened at the Oscars. Um, I've actually been a little bit worried about tonight. I, I won't lie. You know, I was like, what if I make like a really mean joke? You know, He's about reading. like Kellyanne Conway. And then her husband rushes up on the stage and thanks me. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's stupid. That that, th some of them are so stupid that you got to yeah. laugh at how stupid uh, they were. There's potential there. There's there potential, is potential, and he just bombed. <laughs> I know. It's just like this is gonna go somewhere, and then yeah. it's just like it didn't. Yeah. And then I laughed not because it was funny, but because it's just like that was retarded. Yeah, it was all. And and Biden can't even hear him, so I don't yeah, know why he's no. laughing. Everybody. The Republicans <laughs> seem to support one fella, some guy named Brandon. He's having a really good year. Is I'm kind of happy for him. Yeah, because these people have been so hard on you, which I don't get. I really don't. You know, I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up. I want to know, look up Everything. who this guy is. Look up who this guy is, because yeah. I feel like we should know, because it's just him and Biden. So while we're listening, look this up. Of all, all this taking place with disinformation massively on the rise, where the truth is buried by lies, and the lies live on as truth. What's clear, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, that you, the free press, matter more than you ever did in the last century. The reason we're here is to honor and celebrate the Fourth Estates and what you stand for, what you stand for, an additional check and balance that holds power to account and gives voice to those who otherwise wouldn't have one. Every what? single one of you, Trevor Noah, whether you like it or not, is a bastion of democracy. Didn't he take over for, and um, if, uh, what was it, the John Stewart show? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so they go from semi not funny to, yeah. hey, let's, let's talk serious here because yeah. what we're doing here, it's important for democracy. It's like, no, you're just eating yeah. fucking rich people right. food. You're telling terrible jokes. Yeah. There's no value. I mean, there's a lot of value in comedy. There's no value Absolutely. in politicians. Yeah. And there's less value in politicians trying to be comedians. Right. And so to stand up and be like, oh, this is so important, the free press and this yeah. and that for democracy, it's just like, no, there, there yeah. is no value. We right. are paying, our tax money is paying for you yeah. to tell shitty jokes yeah. and then pity laugh at each other right? Yeah. and just stroke each other's egos yeah, I was going to say, more. it's just the president and the media just on each other's jocks. Yeah, that's all it is. If you ever begin to doubt your responsibilities, if you ever begin to doubt how meaningful it is, look no further than what's going to get an Oscar for look this. Look at what's happening. Sorry. There. Journalists are risking and even losing their lives to show the world what's really happening. Are they showing the world what's you really happening? You realize yeah. how amazing it is. Like in America, you, you have the right to seek the truth and speak the truth. There you go. 
So what do you think of all that? That, that was the greatest hits, the greatest that's, of. That's horrible. That, so that is so of all the all. things they said, of all the things they talked about, that was the best that they could yeah. find. The yeah. best, the only good one was um, him calling Trump the plague. His, yeah. his, his freaking play on words there, and that that was that was clever. I have to say, it was probably a dad joke, yeah. but it was clever in, in the least. But yeah. but um, funny. Any yeah. of it besides that? No. I mean, any value? Do you see how important no. this 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 meeting I, I, of the great yeah. I, leaders of our country? No, I, I think I would find more humor in like you know the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> <laughs> which is not that funny. Which we, uh, you had, I have a coworker that's his favorite show, and yes. he's like sixty years old and has no humor. So that's how funny the Big and, Bang and Theory. And being a, a comic book geek as I am, I think it's stupid. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this article here is from. I can't. Deadline.com. It says the White House Correspondents Association dinner. Joe Biden to return the tradition of presidential shtick. DC and LA notables gather for pre-show events. So, so he's returning to the tradition of the the witty, comical, yes. um, off the cuff. Pre- yes. No, he 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 no. still can manage to read a writer's. Yeah, notes barely, not, not barely. that good yes but he he that that's all it is and the only thing he's returning to is this thing because trump didn't uh, do apparently it. trump didn't do it or yeah. they didn't want to do it with trump one or the other Probably it just both. didn't happen it says joe biden's moving forward with plans to attend at least a portion of saturday night's white house correspondence association dinner it goes past his bedtime <laughs> so as you're yawning um so obviously it, he can't stay up past seven thirty. Yeah. So he had to go to bed after that. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't like show up in his pajamas. <laughs> but apparently he's planning to attend at least a portion. It says Biden is expected to come on in the nine p.m. Eastern time slot. I mean that's fucking late for him. That's, Holy I was cow! Say, couldn't they have like scheduled it for six o'clock for him? He's planning to skip the dinner portion for a nap uh, oh for my. the post meal entertainment. That has included the president's own material as well as that of featured entertainer this year, Trevor Noah. <clears throat> so it was just the two of them, like I said, going yeah. back and forth. And I didn't think any of it was great. No. And I'm not a fan of Trevor Noah. I just I feel like he was going for the Oscar award yeah, there. Yeah, he was he was trying dramatic. to he was trying to do politically correct comedy, which yeah. is not a, it's <laughs> it an oxymoron. Work. It's yeah. not a thing. It doesn't work at all. As vice president what? Okay. This is for Obama's. I was like, as Vice President Biden appeared in comedy videos with Julia Louise Dreyfus, but he otherwise left attendance at the dinner to Barack Obama, whose material often was so well-received it overshadowed the featured comedian. Biden will be the first president to address the dinner since Barack Obama in 2016, as Donald Trump skipped the events during his term. So it, it sounds like they still did them. Yeah, okay. How do you have a White House correspondence dinner without the White House, White House personnel, <laughs> the, the, the yeah. person that lives there? Yeah. So they're like having this big dinner and... Trump's like sitting in his room. He's like, he's like the kid that got sent to bed before dinner, <laughs> yeah. before yeah, parents had dinner guests over. And it's like, yeah. no, you got, you need to stay in your room. I don't care if you go to sleep. You need to stay in your room. I mean, they don't do, yeah. parents don't do that these no, days, no. but that was, I, that was I like an 80s thing. I him having his own party and not inviting the press. Yeah, probably. It's like, I'm going to have a bigger and better it, party in my room. And you can't come. <laughs> it's going to be full of cocaine and women. It's like, you can't <laughs> say that, Mr. Pro- it's my house. I can do what I want. So, there's that. Speaking of cocaine and women, 
<laughs> and politicians. <laughs> At least the women part and politicians. Yes. It's a killer combo. An MP from Britain, because they're the ones who have MPs, which... Yes, member of Parliament. Is member of, par- member of Parliament. Um, is resigning after porn moment of madness, is what, it, what it's being called. I, I, I've never heard of that before. A porn moment of madness. It, like, what, what do you do? Just, like, lose his mind and be like, yeah, right. ooh, let me watch all the porn right now. <laughs> I can't take it! <laughs> it's like, we're in the middle of a parliament hearing. It's like, I gotta watch porn, damn it! <laughs> He's, like, sweating. He's like, <gasps> porn! I gotta see women. I haven't seen a naked woman in, like, four hours. <laughs> He looks over and he sees the queen. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, no, it's not working for me. <laughs> so it says, Neil Parrish has told the BBC he's resigning as an MP after admitting he watched pornography twice in Parliament. So this wasn't just a one-time event that he got caught. He, they're like, damn it, Neil, again? Really? <laughs> we, we Turn gave that you, shit down. We gave you a warning last time. Yeah, you Get know headphones. he's got his phone out and he, yeah. he, he's just put, like, trying to watch it like this on his phone but the volume's all the way up and all of a sudden you just hear ah, ah and it's like neil neil again really and it's like oh no it was just it was a national national geographic film yeah i was watching howler monkeys <laughs> mr parish who re- has represented tiverton and honnington in devon that's a lot of Ryan being there since 2010 said it had been a moment of madness <laughs> He said the first time was accidental after looking at a tractor website. (laughs) Why were you sweating then, Devin? (laughs) What kind of pipes were on that bad boy? (laughs) (laughs) And why why are you looking up a tractor website during (laughs) during Parliament? (laughs) But the second time in the House of Commons was deliberate. Is the House of Commons like their Senate floor, yes, I'm guessing? Yes, so yes. <laughs> right there in the midst of all of it. He was suspended by the Conservative Party Friday over the allegations. Two female colleagues claimed they seen him looking at adult content on his phone while sitting near them. Wow. In an exclusive interview with the BBC... Uh, Southwest, Mr. Parrish said, the situation was that funnily enough. It was tractors I was looking at. <laughs> look, look, you you can blame it on tractors once, maybe. Yeah. And again, why are you looking at tractors? Are you supposed to be like having a like government business? Right. Yeah. It's important stuff. And how do on. you how do you somehow get from tractors <laughs> to porn? But may- maybe he saw. Website the the farmersonly.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, that must be another cra- tractor link. <laughs> probably it. But my crime, biggest crime, is that on another occasion I went in a second time. <laughs> <laughs> so the first oh. time he found the website, and the second time, okay. he's like, eh. all right. So here's the track. I I missed a line in the oh, tractor okay, one. Okay. I did get into another website that had a very similar name. <laughs> What was it like? <laughs> one was like tractorplows.com and one was like plowed. Trishaplow.com. <laughs> yeah. And I watched it for a bit, which I shouldn't have done. <laughs> but my crime, my biggest crime, is that on another occasion, I went in a second time. <laughs> Probably the same site. He's like, you know, Probably. that one was he way more interesting. It. It was like, 
I'll come back to He that admitted one. the second time had been deliberate and that it had happened in the House of Commons while he was sitting waiting to vote. I mean, it, that would get really boring. <laughs> it would. I mean, I but understand least, passing time, but. But scrolling porn? through Facebook Marketplace yes. or Amazon site yeah, or so, something. Something that doesn't have moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Parrish said what he did was absolutely, totally wrong, adding, I will have to live with this the rest of my life. I made a huge, terrible mistake, and I'm here to tell the world. Wow. <laughs> the world knows. He said sir. it was a moment of madness, but denied watching the material in a way where he hoped other people would see, saying he was trying to be discreet. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, I mean, you've got some serious issues. If, yeah. if you got, you have your moment of madness right then the and there, in the middle parliament. of parliament vote. Wow. I was wrong what I was doing, but this idea that I was there watching it, intimidating women, I mean, I have 12 years in parliament and probably got one of the best reputations ever. Not anymore. Or did have, he said. <laughs> okay, so first of all, here's here's my reason. Mr. Mr. Parrish, here's my response to that statement. Why, I mean, yes, why would... This this idea that I was doing it to intimidate women, well, hell, bloody hell, I've got 12 years experience. Why the fuck would I do that? Right. You've got 12 years. Why the fuck would you be watching porn in Parliament if supposedly, I, I know better, I've got 12 years. Why would I be trying to intimidate right. women with my porn? No. Yeah. The, the same thing can go the other way. You, you can't make the excuse on one side, say, obviously I wasn't doing that because right. I have 12 years in Parliament. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I had a moment of madness. and I, I think the, the question they should ask is, how many times did he pull up and not get caught? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got caught twice. Yeah, right. You've been in Parliament for 12 years. <laughs> Usually the amount of times you got caught is far less than the times that you yes. have not been yeah. caught. And you you just uh, kind of got in lackadaisical. Maybe yeah. he nodded off, and it was just like in his lap <laughs> while in his playing. And right. somebody looks over, and they're like, "Mr. Parrish, what is your oh oh dear God? <laughs> oh my! Is that a fanny?" <laughs> Sorry to any British listeners. This is the best I got, and I assume you all respond to each other that way. Uh, he appeared emotional. As he was <laughs> said, he was standing down after seeing the furor and damage it, co- it was causing his family, his constituency, and local association. I was wrong. I was stupid. I lost sense of mind. Now, come on. Own up to it. Yeah, you right. can't plead insanity. It, it, exactly. What you should do is be like, look, I got a problem. I need help. Or, I'm sorry. Or it's just, or just like, you know... That, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a dude. I'm, yeah, I'm a dude. The the mood caught me right. I was bored. <laughs> Not, don't plead insanity. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard an insanity plea yeah. in porn watching. Right. Yeah, exactly. Just the, own the, it, man. The Just best, the best porn excuse I've ever heard before this one, I guess, was Alex Jones when he was live streaming and they popped up a um um like the the screen share and there was like some midget porn or something in the tab <laughs> and some or gay porn or something and some and he was like oh somebody somebody must have set me up because uh, uh that's not and his best excuse was that's not even my porn computer it's like <laughs> well i mean at least he freaking owns yeah, up right. to an extent <laughs> it's like why would i do that i don't look up porn on this computer <laughs> My porn computer's back at the office. <laughs> so this guy is like, I lost my mind. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I couldn't, like, keep my yeah, but senses. That's, that's, that's British for you, though. I mean, he, he has to compose himself because he seems way off. America, yes, America would be like, 
yeah, fuck, shit, it was me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it wasn't his porn computer. That makes sense. Why would he do it on his non-porn right? computer? But this, this is like, I lost my, my bloody mind. Yeah. It's like, we're supposed to believe this? It's like, dude, yeah. own up to it and just be like, yeah, that was stupid. Um, yeah. I'm stepping down now. Right, exactly. Um, do we got anything else? We're, we're pushing our line. I did have one serious note that I wanted to bring up. I mean, it's not Britain, but it's equally ridiculous. Sure. Government ran, which is Canada, which I don't know who's better, who's worse, Britain or Canada politics. I think Canada has been recently. Worse, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is an op-ed, and I wanted to bring this one to our attention because I don't know. I don't know where this is going, and it sounds insane. It said the the article is titled "Why is Canada euthanizing the poor?" Damn. Yeah, that's pretty serious allegation. More serious than watching porn on at Parliament yeah. vote. So this is from thespectator.com. It says there is an endlessly repeated witticism. Never even heard of witticism um, by the poet Antoly France that. The law in its majestic equality forbids the rich as well as the poor to sleep under bridges, to beg in the street, streets, and steal bread. What France certainly did not foresee is that an entire country, an ostentatiously progressive one at that, has decided to take his sarcasm at face value and to its natural conclusion. Since last year, Canadian law in all its majesty has allowed both the rich as well as the poor to kill themselves if they are too poor to continue living with dignity. In fact, the, so this is talking about um, like doctor-assisted suicide, suicide or yeah. what, whatever the technical term is for that. In fact, the ever-generous Canadian state will ever, even pay for the deaths. So, so they have socialized health care. Apparently they have socialized suicide as I well. I think I would just ask for the money. <laughs> yeah. Can I just have that? And they're like, yeah. no. No, it's for your suicide only. I don't. That, I can't get yeah. rid of my British accent to switch to Canadian now. I'm sorry. Uh, what it will not do is spend money to allow them to live instead of killing themselves. So they will yes. get more money for you to kill yourself than they will to Let manage you. your like right. critical illness that makes you want to kill yourself. That's crazy. Says, as with most slippery slippery slopes, it all began with a strongly worded denial that it exists. In 2015, the Supreme Court of Canada reversed 22 years of its own jurisprudence by striking down the country's ban on assisted suicide as unconstitutional, blithely dismissing fears that the ruling would initiate a descent down a slippery slope into homicide against the vulnerable as founded on anecdotal examples. The next year, Parliament duly enacted legislation allowing euthanasia, but only for those who suffer from a terminal illness whose natural death was reasonably foreseeable. But then it only took five years. So it started out with striking down the, assu- right. the ban on assisted suicide. And they're like, oh, that's unconstitutional. We can't, we can't keep yeah. doctors from killing their patients right. if, if they want to die. Right. I mean, that's their right to die. Um, but originally it was because, hey, I have cancer. Well, yeah, well, then the next year, yeah, it came out that actually passed legislation saying people with terminal illnesses where there's no real cure and yeah. foreseeable cure. Not only, not five years later, though, it says the proverbial slope, it took less than five years for the proverbial slope to come into view when Canadian Parliament enacted Bill C-7, a sweeping euthanasia law which repealed the reasonable, reasonably foreseeable requirement. Mm. So 
talked about terminal illness whose death was <coughs> excuse me reasonably foreseeable. That was in right. the legislation. Okay. This new bill took out the reasonably foreseeable part, and now okay. it's just terminal illness. Okay. It says, in the requirement that the condition should be terminal. So they took the terminal isn't part it, out now, too. They took out the reasonably, I was say, and they took out the okay. terminal. I was going to say, isn't life terminal? <laughs> yes. Now, as long as someone is suffering from an illness or disability, which cannot be relieved under conditions that you consider acceptable, they can take advantage of what is now known as euphemistically as the medical assistance in dying, or made for short. So now it's not assisted suicide. Now it's medical assistance and dying. Huh. So now you just have to decide. Mad? <laughs> it's MAID. M-A-I-D oh, uh, is their acronym. Gotcha. Um, now you decide if your conditions are acceptable to you. And in a lot of cases, that's going to come down to probably financing. That's why they're right. saying uh, euthanizing the poor or terminating the poor, because yeah. it's going to come down to the poor. They're like, yeah, this is going to cost too much for my family. Just don't fucking they kill have, me now. Wait, but don't they have universal health care in Canada? Apparently, it's not fucking that great, though. Well, it's I, not I everything. It, I knew it was It's not everything. But... They Apparently, there is more fun. It's easier to get funding to medically... Like kill assisted yourself. kill yourself than it is to get money. Yeah, to and I knew it wasn't yourself. that great, but I'm just going by every, what everybody else had been touting that hey, Canada has all this awesome universal health care, and apparently not because so you know, let, even homeless can't. Let's get see it. what it says about that. It says soon enough, Canadians from across the country discovered that although they would otherwise prefer to live, they were too poor to improve their conditions to degree which was acceptable. So now, like I said, the wording is an illness that's unacceptable. Not coincidentally, Canada has some of the lowest social care spending of any industrialized country. Interesting. Right? Pal palliative care is only accessible to a minority, and waiting times in the public health care sector can be unbearable, to the point where the same Supreme Court will, which legalized euthanasia, declared those waiting times to be a violation of the right to life back in 2005. Huh. So, so I, I've talked about this before <clears throat> i don't know if it's been on the show but yeah they have this universal health care but oh, the, no, it's like the freaking va yeah which is so basically right. a form of socialized health care yeah. i mean it's shit that we owe yeah. people people that get blown up in other countries but yeah. the waiting times i mean you're on a waiting list to die basically no, it, I, and i, I knew times. that but there's not a lot of people that admit that mm -hmm. and that's why i'm surprised that they're talking about it, it says many in the healthcare sector came to the same conclusion even before the bill was enacted, reports of abuse were rife. A man with a neurodegenic disease testified to Parliament that nurses and a medical ethicist at a hospital tried to co coerce him into killing himself by threatening to bankrupt him with extra cost or by kicking him out of the hospital Jeez. and by withholding water from him for 20 days. Holy fuck. Virtually every disability rights group in the country opposed the new law to no effect. For once, the government found it convenient to ignore these otherwise impeccably progressive groups. So even the the progressives are coming yeah. out and being like, guys, this is bullshit. Yeah, right. And you know, when they're coming out and saying this is bullshit, I mean, you, yeah. you done fucked up. Right. So since then, things have only gotten worse. A woman in Ontario was forced into euthanasia because her housing benefits didn't allow her to get better housing, which didn't aggravate her crippling allergies. Jeez. <clears throat> Another disabled woman applied to die because she simply can't afford to keep living. Another sought euthanasia because COVID-related debt left her unable to pay for the treatment, which kept her chronic pain bearable. Jeez. <clears throat> Under the present government, disabled Canadians got $600 in additional finance 
uh, assistance during COVID. University students got five thousand dollars. Jeez. So disabled people got not well, it, almost a just a little over a tenth of what university yeah, it, students. It sounds. Got. I mean, it sounds like eugenics. It's exactly what it is. I mean, like, it's like, yeah, you cost too much to live. You don't yeah, cost that much right. to die. University students, that's an investment in the future. But you're old and you have allergies, and so, you know, sorry. Yeah. It says, when the family of a 35-year-old disabled man who resorted to euthanasia arrived at the care home where he lived, they encountered urine on the floor, spots where there was feces on the floor, spots where your feet were sticking. Like if you stood at his bedside and when you walked away, your foot literally stuck. That's disgusting. That's gross. According to the Canadian government, the assisted suicide law is about <clears throat> prioritizing the indi- individual and autonomy of Canadians. Bullshit. One may wonder how much autonomy a disabled man lying in his own filth had in weighing death over life. I mean, what would your choice be if you're laying, yeah. like literally you have to sh- like shit yourself right. and piss yourself and... Um, they're they're pressuring you, oh, yeah. saying, they're not "Hey, going to give you water." You like, know these look. medical bills are going to bankrupt yeah. you. I mean, they're they're basically making their lives yeah. unbearable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The law says to the point which is bearable to you. Well, if the yeah. the medical facilities isn't making your life bearable, right. and they're intentionally making you're older, it unbearable, you're, di- you're disabled. Your your life is hell, and it's like you're you're seventy years old, seventy five years old, and it's like shit. This sucks. I'm just ready to go. Damn. The the scary thing is this isn't like some dystopian like no. movie we're talking about. We're talking about Canada. Like yeah, right. Yeah. What, eight hours away from ten hours away from us. Yeah. Like hop across the border well, and the, our, our brother in freedom, right? I mean yeah. that basically that's what Canada is, you know? Mm-hmm. It's our our cousin from another something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go the way I planned. No, not at all. But that's you know what right. I'm saying yes. though. You know, I mean Canada is is our ally over this side of the pond. So it's like that's just that's just crazy. Yeah. It says, despite the Canadian government's insistence that assisted suicide is all about individual autonomy, it has also kept an eye on its fiscal advantages. Even before the bill entered into force, the country's parliamentary budget officer published a report about the cost saving it would create, whereas the old MAID regime saved $86.9 million a year, a net cost reduction in the sterile words of the report uh, the bill would create an additional savings of sixty-two million dollars per year. Jeez. I mean, it's like it's like sitting at a corporate meeting here. It's like you know, if we implement these measures, we could we could yeah. increase our profits by right. sixty-two million. Who doesn't like sixty-two million dollars? Right. Yeah. We just basically tell everybody that hey, I, it doesn't have to be chronic. It yeah. just has to be something that you don't want to do anymore, and we'll we'll cut you off, yeah. and we'll we'll assist you in that, and we'll even pay for you to do it. And it's really expensive to take care of you, yeah. and uh, we don't really want you here, yeah. and we're well, going to make your life freaking yeah. miserable. We're going to make you sit in your own filth, and we're yeah. not going to give you water, and we're only going to give you maggot-infested foods, <laughs> right. and you're going to get bed sores and shit. So says healthcare, particular for those suffering from c- chronic conditions, is expensive, but assisted suicide only costs the taxpayers... $2,327 per case. That's a lot to me. Uh, I mean, yeah. a bullet is like I was gonna 50 say, cents. Why, why 2000 Yeah, I mean, there's got to be cheaper. I mean, right. why not cut? I mean, they're already trying to cut $62 million out. Why right. not cut an additional right. yeah. like $30 million out by using a bullet or yeah. um, injecting rat poisoning right. or yeah. something? I mean, rat poisoning's pretty cheap, too. Probably yeah. cheaper than bullets these days. I mean, this is gross. This is disgusting. It is disgusting to me. Like, for a government to actually be... Um, 
mulling over the net profit that they would gain on assisted suicides and how, you know, the fact that they are touting the the savings cost on the, in the less pressure and stress that's being put on the medical, you know, in the back of their heads, they're like, you know, there's probably quite a few people we could push into this. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, yeah, yeah. Janet over there. Why do I keep saying Janet? Where did Janet come <laughs> I from? I don't know, but you obviously don't like her. <laughs> Janet over there. Uh, I mean, she's, I mean, she's got cancer. Yeah, right. she'll probably live another five, ten years. Yeah. But, I mean, that quality of life's going to, I mean, she's going to be here most of that. Yeah. And that's going to be a major drink. You might, we're going to have to feed her. Yeah. We're going to have to. Yeah. Check on her every yeah. couple hours, you know, change her bedpan. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's I, I mean, that that is, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, you, you, you hit retirement age and you're no longer a valuable member of society. So, you know, for two thousand three hundred dollars, you know, you could be done. You, you've had a good run, man. <laughs> yeah, one of them, one of those cases was covid care yeah. that they couldn't afford. Yeah, covid they, care that we're all in this together, you yep, know, um, yep. Get get vaccinated, save lives, you know, mask up, whatever. Yeah. We're all in this together. And this person couldn't afford COVID care. And yeah. she's like, you know, fuck it. I'm just yeah. going to just kill me now. Yeah. But, you know, when before, you know, when they were talking about universal health care and people were like, well, what about death panels? And people were like, you're ridiculous. There's nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, again, it's like... A <clears throat> Uh, conspiracy theories usually are the truth just mm-hmm. talked about like a couple of years yeah. ahead of right uh, of the trend and now these conspiracy theory this conspiracy theory that um that this is death panels like you're yeah. saying it's now coming literally true yeah and it's just like i said yeah. it's not in like some freaking crazy country yeah. over there it's in which i guess canada is it, kind of a I crazy mean, country but <laughs> Uh, it's just, I mean, if you're in Canada, I, we we had a few listeners in Canada yeah, when we did yeah, our trucker episode. Right. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you, do you see this as this great like advantage of right uh, government sponsored healthcare? Or, I mean, what? First of all, what are your thoughts? If somebody does have cancer, should they be able to legally decide? You know what? Just just cut me off. Like, I, let, let's just end this. I mean, I guess if. If they decide that's what they want to do, I, I mean, I guess, I, but I just think it's a slippery slope to. Well, that's why this is. Well, obviously. yeah, to I mean, to involve the government. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm one of those. that's like you don't you don't give up, you mm-hmm. know. And, but I've never also had a terminal disease, so you know it's hard for me to say. You know, right. I mean, what Robin Williams had his disease and he decided to take his own life, mm-hmm. you know. And so you know, it's hard for me to say. I you know, again, I I don't think there's any good reason for this. And when you got the government deciding it, healthcare workers been like, well, we're gonna make your life a living hell until you decide you want to off yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a big difference between you know what they whether you agree with it or not, agree with su- suicide or not. What, but on one side, it's like, well, they're gonna be like in miserable, yeah. utter pain for the next couple of years, and they're inevitably gonna die anyway. But on the other hand, when the medical, like you said, was making their life yeah. garbage, right? And well, first of all, trying to convince them, yeah, I don't think they should have the right to convince no. them and be like, you know what, we're gonna, this yeah. is gonna bankrupt you. Yeah. Like that is not what a patient wants to hear is about the financial burden that they're going to be right. on their family. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're already thinking that in the back of their heads. Absolutely. Like, well, I don't want to be here because this is just yeah. going to like be that much. It's too yeah. expensive or whatever. Yeah. Um, so for you to push that in their face while you're pushing assisted suicide on yeah. them, then, like I said, this is a slippery, slippery slope 
into like full blown like homicide at this point. Yeah, and and again, it's total eugenics. I mean, where where does it end? You know, you got somebody with a mental handicap, right? Yeah. When does the the hospital decide? You know, you're you're too much of a burden. Yeah. And like you said, (laughs) mental handicap. I mean, that's going to require resources indefinitely. A major drain on resources. Your your kid has Down syndrome, and, you know, the the state really can't really provide for them, and it's going to be hard for you, so, you know, you're probably better off just offing them. I mean, they already try to coerce mothers to Mm -hmm. abort babies with some of these conditions, so now it's going to turn into, I mean, this might sound crazy, but not so crazy after reading this article. Now it's going to be like, you know, they have this condition, it's been five years, not yeah. getting much better. It, wouldn't it be easier on you if we just, you know, yeah. did them in? Right. Like, it'd be less drain on yeah. society, less drain on you, less stress. I'm sure there's some shitty parents yeah. that'd be like, you know what, yeah, go for it. But There was a, a movie, I think it was called Logan's Run, came out in the 70s, where basically that was it. It's like someone would get to a certain age, like 60, 65, and then they would have to go, like, basically, they were cut off from society. Yeah. And they would they were, like taken out by yeah. like bounty hunters or something so it's like on your 60 something birthday when you retire it's like you're done there was some viking show that i was watching and it was like a comedy it was funny it only went a couple seasons mm-hmm. and i thought it should have it got canceled it should have went further but um one of their things they didn't tell people this only a few of the leadership knew this they like took a, the old people on this like this guide mission or something and they mm-hmm. went to be with all these other they went to the special place for like the farm for and but the old the the people the main populace didn't know this but they just took him to this cliff and forced him to like jump off this cliff and they're like no I don't I don't think I want to do that and he's like but it's for the good of the people it's like what about him yeah. first and she's like I don't want to do it either and she's like well damn it somebody's got to do it and yeah right. they just like Force the old guys to jump off a cliff because yeah. there's too much burden on yeah. society on the food supply mostly back then yeah. which. Is that going to get to this point now? Because we right. not only have a burden on the medical system, but yeah. now we got this food shortage that's right. looming. Yep. And so why burden ourselves with these people that don't contribute to society right. in any way? I mean, they, they've had a good life. Right. 70-plus years old. They're terminal anyway. Right. They're just a drain on the resources, yeah. not only medical, but also the yeah. food and the, the medical, like, Beds, yeah. they're taking up medical beds, medical supplies. So you might as well just yeah. make them jump off. But a how cliff. would you feel if you like? Okay, say that your your dad right was mm-hmm. was sick and and decides to be euthanized. And then you go to his room to collect his personal things and you find shit like in his bed and his on floor his floor. Is yeah, and and you know find out that he, they they didn't give him water for twenty days. I mean to try to coerce him. I'm oh, sorry. I would show up with pay. a fucking AR and, yeah. and clean the place up. There would be hell to pay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> but that's the pot, the the happy note. I guess we're ending on with this one. It, it's we, <laughs> we didn't want to end with the uh, that. That's how happy, that much happier this is than the White House Correspondents Center is. <laughs> So on a positive note, we got comedians, and we knew there were comedians in the White House. We just didn't know how right. much comedians, that, how comical they really could be. And then we got, obviously, the Parliament porn fiasco, yes. Yes. his moment of insanity that he yes. pled. <clears throat> so of those three, I mean, we talked about a few things. The White House Correspondents' Dinner, uh, Canadian Eugenics Program, or the Canadian or the the Parliament porn. Yes. Which one is the most noteworthy news here? <clears throat> the Canadian eugenics program. Yeah, that one mean that one's the only one that really yeah, matters. I right. could care less. I 
I wouldn't even call for that guy's freaking re- resignment. No. I'd just be like, dude, stop being a freaking moron. Say, how, how many politicians are, again, hitting up hookers and blow on the side, mm-hmm. you know? And, and what was the, the Canadian uh, uh, mayor of Quebec? Or remember him? Mm. He was like... Um, like famous for having like these these coke parties oh okay and uh yeah so i mean it, it you know they're they're fucking politicians that's what they do they're piece they're garbage basically yeah. right and so okay the comedians at the white house after six years no it, it's not funny it's not at least the 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 parliament guys um they own up to it and they resign Here right. in america you'd be like so what i was looking at freaking right. porn yeah do you ever watch parks and recreation not as much as I should. And there's one episode where like he's like a city council member and he he's gotten caught in multiple affairs and he's given like some uh press conference. This is a tiny town and who who fucking cares about right. the town's politics, but it's a big deal on the show. Like it's like national politics yeah. basically, but it's like city council member. And he's up there and he's like, I I am sorry for uh, that one affair like six months ago and for getting caught in this affair here and my wife forgives me for that and for the, the woman that I hooked up with on the way to this uh, news conference here. And so it's like, and he's like, but I'm not going to resign. He's like, I'm not I'm not resigning because I feel like, and it's just like, that's American politics yeah, there. exactly. This parliament guy, yes, he's ridiculous. And it's like, yeah. I had a moment of insanity. Yeah. At least he's like, you know, I, I own up to this shit. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... If I heard a senator was looking at porn on the Senate floor, I don't think it would. I think it'd just go in one ear yeah, now. It right. wouldn't even like register on my radar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, that's that. That's the worst he did. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at least yeah. he wasn't like drinking baby blood or something. <laughs> while <Right. he> was, <laughs> we are well over our hour. Uh, we had a couple pop in one here and there, but we're going to yeah. keep doing this live until. Uh, so, so if you're hearing this in the future, just know that Sunday nights. Some unspecified time, usually yes. about seven seven thirty. We'll have to figure out next weekend because next Sunday is Mother's Day and your birthday. Oh yeah, so we'll we'll do it yeah. sometime. Maybe sometime. Saturday next week. I don't know. We'll figure it Screw out. Screw it. We'll do it sometime. Yeah. Uh, but whenever we record it, unspecified, uh, we will be doing it live. So jump in, jump in the comments, uh, participate because it's fun. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk what about else can some do fun on a Sunday night, right? Exactly. No football, we so. get to talk about some more fun topics than. Uh, the main night we talk about like one big topic, yeah. and it's always fun. But yeah. this we get to jump around and be as uh, ADD as we yes. want, and very irreverent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so join us for that um, on the weekend wrap up, and then look forward to uh, the live morning show, the the morning bell we're going to be putting out here soon. Yes, coming soon, whatever that entails. Don't be Canada. Don't euthanize your old people. Um, don't get caught looking at porn at work. <laughs> and don't... Uh, and write better jokes, write than, better than, jokes. The, than President Biden. <laughs> yes. We're going to get out of here. You got anything else before we get out of here? No. Going to get out of here for this weekend. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, however much time you have left. Uh, be back here tomorrow night for our live show. We're going to talk about something else cool. So don't know what yet, but it will be awesome. Will. So uh, be back here 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Every Monday night we live stream that show. We like max participation, so invite everybody that you know. Otherwise, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. 
A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.